Hello, and welcome back to the Galdercast. Background audio for this episode is brought to you by Sirenscape, a great source for amazing atmosphere and music. You can check them out at sirenscape.com. Music comes from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and Darren Curtis at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attributions Licenses 3.0 and 4.0 respectively. Additional music from Arcane Anthems. You can support them at Patreon.com slash Arcane Anthems. Now, on to today's episode of Galdercast. What would you like to do? You should probably head in that direction. Mm-hmm. Like, get underway. Yeah. Right. Okay, so who would like to be leading this? So you can have up to two people reading the map and journal and deciphering <clears throat> how best to get here, to, to get anywhere. Well, uh, I guess I'll take the lead. Okay. If anyone wants to accompany me with the map. I, I will. will I'll help you. With the map. All right. I'll, I'll so so who's along. who's doing what? I, I have Axel leading with Sigmund. Sigmund? Okay. So I need both Axel and Sigmund to make survival checks, please. Yeah. 21. Oh shit. <coughs> Sorry, I rolled for no reason. <laughs> 12. So we have a 12 and a 21. Okay. Hell yeah. <clears throat> so easily enough between Axel and Sigmund, you guys, it takes a little bit of, like, turning around just to figure out how these scientists exactly marked anything or how they found their way through the the area. <clears throat> but soon enough, you find your way towards what you can only deem to be the archway trees, which is two trees that somehow leaned while growing and ended up growing through each other forming an archway <clears throat> as you approach this you can hear faintly off in the distance a lightly running river so something that's not too big but big enough that you can still hear it from a little ways away <clears throat> so you again continue on from the trees making your way to the river to where you find the Maybe 15 foot wide river, give or take. Uh, <clears throat> not rapids by any by any stretch, but definitely nothing you would really want to be swimming against the current. <clears throat> I need another survival check, please. Yep. Figure out which which way you're going. Oof. Much better. <laughs> okay. So with double 18s, 18 18. with double 18s, uh, Sigmund and <clears throat> Axel easily just almost pointing at each other's uh, maps and journal and then unanimously and simultaneously turning upriver and just walking that way. <clears throat> you walk for maybe 20 to 40 minutes along the river having to divert yourselves a little bit when there's a, a bit too much vegetation and wildlife in the way until eventually you can hear a slight reverberation of the water running and as you approach this you see this um, cave entrance sorry I hit my mic <clears throat> a cave entrance 
a little bit wider than the river is, enough that it allows maybe a couple feet of um, land and rock to make its way inside. And about 20 feet tall <clears throat> from inside, you can hear the echoing babbling of the river as it flows through the cave. <clears throat> it's a little dark in the cave right now. You can't fully see due to the, the contrast in the outdoor light and the, the dark inside of the cave. How would you like to proceed? Is the cave marked on the map? Yes, the cave is marked on the map. Okay. Um, they, they can't see inside the cave because it's dark? Yes, the cave. Mm -hmm. it is darkness inside the cave, and it's just the contrast between the, the bright light of... About late morning at this point. <clears throat> oh, I'm and... gonna get the mouth and peer in. All right, I'm going to. <clears throat> uh, shit. I'll cast light and touch um my dagger, I guess. Okay, and just hold that out and use it as like a little bit of like a torch, because <clears throat> I don't have dark vision. <laughs> Fair enough. Neither do I. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, do none of us have dark vision? I do. That's why we I have dark vision. The Asimar uh, should have what? Have, should yeah, have we, dark we have we have dark we have dark vision. Do we? Because it's not showing up on my. Um... It's on features and traits. Oh, hey, I do have dark vision. Never mind, I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. so yeah. pretty much only Sigmund has has any issue right now. That's okay. Well, I'll still anybody. I'll still hold my dagger up uh, for, I don't, for. I don't need anybody's light dagger. Yeah. I can. Sigmund picks up a, a small stone mm -hmm. from the uh, the riverbed, pulls out his tinker's tools and gives the stone a tap and it sheds bright light for five feet and dim light for another five. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, and Finish goes, oh, well, big man, okay, doesn't need help. <laughs> he uh, locks yeah. it in his staff much as Gandalf does and goes into the cave. All right. All right. So, with Smiley leading the way, uh, you guys enter into the cave. You have to go single file just by the mouth of the cave to get in. Okay. <clears throat> As you enter in, uh, the skitter, skitter. <laughs> the, oh, my the ground does widen up a little bit, but only to maybe a ten by fifteen foot platform. And as your eyes readjust in the darkness, and uh, Sigmund's light sheds, or Sig Sigmund's stone set, sheds some light on the area, what you see is a cavern that just keeps going backwards with. Ten dozens and almost hundreds of these small, similar um, islands of land dotting the river as it goes up, and a maze-like series of rope and wood bridges strung between them all. Oh. You, do, you can't see all the way to the back of the cave yet. It is fairly far away and outside the range of your dark vision. But you can assume that this continues further into the oh. darkness. I think we go that way. I pointed to the darkness. Is there is there only one like one direction for us to go in at the moment? Um, <clears throat> there's yes like, and there's no. The there's only okay. towards the back that you can go. However, right. there's at least three rope bridges leading away from any single uh, islet of land throughout the river. Can I tell at all 
which bridge might be taking the shortest route to get further in or no? Is there any mm -hmm. way that I could try and figure that out? Roll a perception check. Do all the um, this will look be at stable enough? Disadvantage? Uh, yeah, disadvantage you to the darkness. And okay. crisis also or perception. The light uh, helps, but because this is going so far back into the cave, it only helps oh, so much. Okay. Right. So it's perception? Yes. Dis and disadvantage, okay. Uh, At disadvantage? Yeah. 25 and 9. Uh, 11. 11? Alright, so yeah. Crisis, uh, you look at the bridges. Seems stable enough. And as you tug on one, the the um, rope railing just snaps. Oh. Oh. You you. Well then. Um. You you deem another one. Uh, you you deem it safe to go to another one. So you very trepidatiously step on the wood, and it's perfectly fine. Okay. Cool. Um, Finn, you look into the cave. You can't see any shortest route. What you do notice, however, is that there are some islets that have only a bridge leading up to them, but nothing away. Um, so there's nothing that goes further back. You also see at least two of the rope bridges that just lead straight into a rock wall. Oh. Like, from our platform that we're on now, or just in the distance? <clears throat> In I the mean, distance, do they the rock wall, or do they seem to keep going through the rock wall? Nope, they're like attached to the rock wall. Okay, yeah, never mind. Okay, interesting. Illusions. Um. All right. Well, <laughs> I'll turn to the group. I was like, all right. Uh, on further inspection, uh, I got nothing for this one. Uh, this one's stable. I guess on. I just go that way. I guess. I, I, well, um. Let's go the way of the crisis. Well, that isn't foreboding at all, and I'll, I'll follow all right. crisis. So, crisis is going? Okay. Crisis, roll another perception check at a disadvantage. Whoa. <laughs> Okie dokie. Eleven! Eleven? Alright. <laughs> so, <clears throat> you follow your blue kobold's lead, and... <clears throat> is crisis a he or a they? They. They. Or so, he. It doesn't really matter. Okay, so Crisis sh chooses one bridge at random, seemingly, uh, licks an eyeball, and marches forward, uh, skittering uh, on all fours every now and then, then rising back up to two legs. And you traverse a couple of bridges, <clears throat> getting further into the darkness. Uh, you can start seeing the, the end of the cave more and more, and you just see more of these islands and bridges that leave further along. And after maybe five minutes, you end up on an island that just leads nowhere. Oops. Yeah, you turn back, you try again, and then the next island you get to, the only bridge leading off of it goes straight into a wall. You try Can I again. go inspect that? <clears throat> sure. Uh, the one that leads into the wall? Sure. What, would, what are you looking for? I, well, first I want to make sure, is it safe to walk across this bridge? I'm good at checking that! 
can I check to see if it's safe and like secure first before? Because I want to walk to the end and see like where it connects to the wall. If there's anything like magic yeah. going on, sure. Roll roll another perception. Uh, sure. This one won't be a disadvantage. You have Sigmund's light radius right now. Okay. Wait, uh, that's plus two, so twenty-one. Twenty-one. I mean, yeah. At level one, does that matter? <laughs> the DC is probably not that high. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, the, the bridge is perfectly fine. A little mm -hmm. bit of uh, splintering on the wood due to what you can only tell to be age. However, right. it does seem very well secured, very well built. <clears throat> and Is there, like, any... Uh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Um, is there anything magical going on here? Is this, like, a, is this like a secret wall kind of shit? Can I make, like, an uh, arcana or... Yeah, go ahead, make an arcana check. Uh, 19. 19? All right, so you take the short five-step walk across the bridge towards the wall, <clears throat> running your hands along it. It's a solid rock wall. You see no glyphs or sigils or carvings of any sort that would denote any kind of uh, arcane nature at this end. <clears throat> uh, you notice that the bridge is secured to the wall with two very large metal hooks that have been driven, hopefully very far into the rock wall in front mm -hmm. of you <clears throat> and you can tell that the bottom ropes don't actually continue they are very much strung up to these two large hooks uh, the okay. bottom of the bridge actually just ends and is swinging a little free <clears throat> alright I'll, I'll walk back do we this side of the bridge close to where we're trying to get to or is it further along the way you still can't actually see where you're trying to get to. You're, you've maybe gotten, I'd say, 20 meters into the cave at this point. Okay. Uh, you've gone a little further at one point, but having to backtrack repeatedly after dead end after dead end, Yeah. you're not seeing your, your end goal right now. Can I see if there's a, from where I am right now on the bridge, can I see if there's a uh, platform above us? Sure, roll perception. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen? Yeah. Uh, you do not see any platform above you. What you do notice, however, is a faint glow on the ceiling of the cave. Hmm. Alright, I'm going to point that out to, uh, to the magic users. Do I recognize what it might be? Uh, make a nature check. Hey, shit. Nature. Crisis's eyes what is just ceiling, get by wider. Uh, 15. 15? Sorry, what was that? How high up is... How high is the ceiling to this place? Uh... Hella. Give or take 35 feet. Okay. Just making sure. It's not too large, but it's enough that it feels roomy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And with a 15, yeah, you actually recognize this. It's a type of moss that tends to grow, to grow in dark places, um, especially very, very moist places, hence why it's growing in this cave. However, you do notice it's growing in a slightly odd pattern. It hasn't spread out like moss usually does. It has a path. Secret tunnel! Secret tunnel! Everybody turn your lights off! <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Secret tunnel? 
<laughs> Secret. Uh, right, Sigmund. I just, uh, just go with me on this one. Okay. Just First, turn off. Take turn a breath. Off right. Okay. Uh, look up. See the glowing the the moss. I think it's mm -hmm. like a like a uh, like on like on a map. Like I'm, phosphorescent, bioluminescent. What are we talking here? That would be yeah, bioluminescent, but it's like I think it's like it's 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 supposed to lead you to where you're supposed to go, but if you have lights, you can't see it. So just like if you dispel, cultivate, grow in the way that we need, in the direction that we need to walk. Right, him. I swear I'm smart. I just I don't. I'm. <laughs> this is the He's first time smart, I came just up with drunk. Sigmund. <laughs> Sigmund taps the stone in his staff and it just shuts out. Shuts off. Uh, it takes a couple of seconds for your eyes to readjust after the, the bright light goes out. We do see that the uh, the moss above you is a bit more pronounced and you can actually see it goes back towards the entrance but then it grows fainter as it becomes closer to the, the light of the opening and the further it goes in you can see the the moss being uh, glowing much brighter as it gets into the darkness. And it does uh, show you an actual path as it zigs along the, the roof of the cave above particular bridges and islets. Perfect. I just want everybody to know that Finn looks like the most smug piece of shit right now. He's so happy that he fucking figured something out. And he's very confidently following the path. Smiley <laughs> to Finn and says, don't forget, I'm the one who saw it in the first place. Well, I mean, as, uh, as Sigmund walks by... Raid guy, all right? like, <laughs> as, uh, as Sigmund walks by Finn, he goes, don't get cocky, kid. And just keeps going. I'm not... Well, yeah, I guess I am kind of young. <laughs> Crisis just looks at you with amazement, like you're a genius. Like, yes! <laughs> I just give him a pat on the shoulder and then just keeps walking. No, it was well done. Just don't get a swelled head. You don't, you don't <laughs> Quite literally, everyone goes, taps Pit on the shoulder, and passes him as he was about to try and lead the group. Yeah, and, and if you look back, you just see him like pull out his flask and start drinking. He's like, oh, okay, all right, I guess. <laughs> He's just like following. Hell, shucks. His butters. <laughs> so, with uh, your path seemingly lit for you, uh, you walk through the islets and the bridges, uh, stopping every now and then to figure out which particular path the the moss is showing you. And after some neck straining and another fifteen to twenty minutes of walking, single file and carefully along some of the more precarious looking bridges, you arrive at a large um, patch of land that connects to the back of the cave, uh, perhaps 50 by 50 feet <clears throat> at its widest, and you can see there are uh, very crumbled ruins of some sort of building that have been placed on this small uh, bit of land. Is there any writing on the runes? Uh, you would have to take a closer look if you'd like to make okay. an investigation check. Yeah, I'll make an investigation check and check on that shit. Alright. 14, baby. <coughs> Alright, so 
you look around, you don't find anything particular obvious on writing. You find a few things here and there. Um, one particular denoting it's a church, but the the deity it it was dedicated to. You can't find the piece that it's on. Right. <laughs> um, you can also tell by the shape this was somewhat of a pious uh, building. Right. <clears throat> you find other bits and pieces here and there that denote this as a small chapel, though not from this region, as it does tend to use some characters and languages that are a bit more common in the south. Okay. <clears throat> um... Would, if I were to, tr like, I don't know if I want to do it. I'll save it. Never. I mean, are you relaying this to us? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm going to relay that to the group. So, I just... like, do I recognize the languages? Uh, yeah, there's some characters that use uh, Draconic. Oh, perfect, I speak Draconic. That's what I was going to check. Sick. Oh. Me too. I just, I didn't want to waste a spell slot on Comprehend Languages if it wasn't going <laughs> to give me more info, so... Uh, so, yes, yeah, so... I'll relay that to the group. Five languages, if... There's a safe bet that most... That between all of us here, we have a lot of different languages spoken. Oh, yeah. I also yeah. speak Draconic. Yeah. Yep, so everyone else goes up... Uh, well, those who speak Draconic go up to the script. Looking... It's nothing too interesting. It is very much just the same information written in Draconic. Uh, seemingly just a translation. And judging by the... <clears throat> The piece of material you find it on, it was actually just a second translation of Chapel of, and then the deity okay. is wiped away. So it seems huh. that this chapel is out of place a bit. Um, and they wiped away the name of the deity in both languages. That's that's intentional. Uh, does anyone want to make a history check for me, please? Sure. I'll do that. I can do uh, that. I can do that as well. I will not. I do not know this, probably. 13, baby. Yeah. 16. I'm the smartest. Yeah, what the heck? <laughs> gonna roll a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are we at? I don't actually see. I don't know where it's where it starts on the chat. Uh, I had a thirteen. Okay, thirteen. I had a sixteen. Okay, fourteen. Eleven here. Thirteen. Uh, Eleven as well. Sorry. Okay. <coughs> so that would be Sigmund. Yeah, I'd say the twins would know this as well. Um, Draconic is more widely used in the Kingdom of Sithur to the, uh, the southwest. It's right. a bit more of an arid climate, so a lot more dragonborns tend to live there. Okay. The fact that you have Draconic written this far north is very strange. And taking a second look at the architecture of the building, it does not look like anything that was from here. Does it, it almost, look like this was brought here? Like, almost. It doesn't look like... Okay. It almost looks like this entire building is completely out of place. Huh. Right, that's weird. Um, do, does anyone mind if we take uh, ten minutes? No. 
Why? Uh, Sigmund is going to kneel down, pull out a pair of wireframe spectacles, and start chanting a spell over them for the next ten minutes. Ritual casting detect magic. Okay. Solid. Spooky. And at the the end of it, he puts the spectacles on and he starts inspecting the surrounding area. Okay. Just need the... limitations of it. Detect magic. Can penetrate most barriers blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. Alright, so that's what I needed. So, you... Go over your ritual. Ritual. (laughs) You go over your ritual, um, running your hands along the iron spectacles. After the ten minutes, you see the the faint glow uh, of magic arise from them. You don them. Looking around, you don't see anything particularly magical in the immediate vicinity. However, a small... um, uh, square area near the back <coughs> of the the ruins does catch your eye. You don't I see, head towards it. As you walk closer, you can tell that it is underneath something, um, covered by dirt and other debris. But it's uh, a glow in the shape of a square, and you can tell that whatever is creating this glow is coming from beneath. Um, what school of magic, if any? Abjuration. Hmm. Um, there seems to be some sort of object underneath that patch of dirt that's got some magical unto it. Dig? Uh, if someone doesn't mind. Dig. Uh, let's do it. Okay, I'm attempting to dig. Alright, so Crisis goes over and... I'll help Crisis... Starts kicking debris around and moving dirt. Within less than a minute, uh, you hit wood. And as you brush it off further, you find um, several planks of wood laid together. And you have found a trap door that leads somewhere further down. And Sigmund, as they clear this away, you can see better that there is a glow of abjuration magic coming from somewhere beneath this trap door. All right. I would advise you both be careful if you intend to open the door. The magic is underneath it somewhere. Uh, Should I? Mm, Check for traps would be a... Traps? That would be a useful useful thing, and I will assist you in that. Excellent. Put my hand up to the door, and I'm just going to hold Eldritch Blast in case something tries to jump out or whatever. All right. I'll do the same. I will lick my eyeball. <laughs> to each of their own preparations. Alright, check for trap using them thieves tools. Uh, that would be an investigation check at this point with advantage due to Sigmund aiding you. Perfect. Uh, investigation is a plus four. Don't worry about that. I'm pretty sure that yeah. Thanks. Yeah. First one happened. Oh. So oh. that's twenty-three. All right. Sorry. So you check around the the door. You don't see any traps, but you do find a uh, a one-way lock. <clears throat> Seemingly it was locked from the inside, so you just 
take a quick uh, pick from your thieves tools and just move that out of the day out of the way and it swings open and now the trapdoor can be lifted up with much more ease than it would have before wonderful <clears throat> I uh, pop it up and I go gentlemen mm. uh, Sigmund leans over the edge to look into the uh, now opening uh, <clears throat> what you see uh, looking down is a old iron ladder <coughs> uh, bolted into sandstone, oddly enough. Mm. It leads downwards a pitch-dark area um, further sandstone from you can see, and the glow of abjuration magic is coming from further away from you, inside whatever chamber you're looking into. Can I tell how deep the chamber is with my dark vision? Like, a glow it... rock! Oh. Well, that well, that's what I was gonna do, but I was I was gonna wait to see if I could see my dark vision. <laughs> you can see, yes, you can see. Um, you can see it as as dim light. It goes yeah. down a floor. It's perhaps okay. eight eight feet tall, so about oh, a ten, not too deep. Yeah, about a ten foot climb down, just with like two feet of uh, earth above you. Okay. Uh, he's going to Sigmund's going to take out one of the implements from his tinker's tools, tap the rock again, and uh, throw the light rock down the hole. Okay. You toss the the rock down. It clatters around on the floor for a minute, or well, a minute for a second before coming to rest beyond your vision a bit. The light does illuminate almost the entire room. Smiley's well going to drop. Yep. So you drop down. Simple enough. Uh, what you see inside is a small chamber <clears throat> uh, built out of sandstone, a stone not entirely common to this part of the, the continent. Uh, you see carvings and depictions all over the walls. Sigmund right. follows Smiley down the trapdoor. Yeah, yeah so I'll what follow you, them as well. What you all see is yeah. this rough 15 by 15 foot chamber uh, covered wall to wall and floor to ceiling in carvings uh, depicting infernal creatures and humanoids uh, battles uh, deaths and slaughters on both sides <clears throat> you can see inscriptions interlaced with the carvings uh, flowing like a very long text <clears throat> ooh what what's the what language? Yeah, I was gonna ask. You actually see two languages, right? Uh, what What do you speak? I speak abyssal, celestial, common, and infernal. And I have elvish, draconic, giant, common, and thieves can't. So Finn recognizes both languages. Woo! Uh, to right. one side of the room, you recognize celestial. Okay. And to the other side, you recognize infernal. Oh shit! Uh, what 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 what's uh what's it talking about? What's going on in these uh, descriptions? Probably have taken a look at this as well. Just before that, um, oh, shit. as you as you run your eyes along the sides of the room, all of your eyes converge to one thing on the back: the slumped-over form of a humanoid body, uh, propped oh, up against the back wall. <clears throat> Oh. A dried oh, trail of blood leading away from it to the black the back wall and seemingly mm. continuing past the wall. Yeah, I'm definitely my weapon. 
on the wall. Uh, Sigmund is going to pick up the stone off the ground and he's going to head towards the body and start doing an investigation. I'm going to prepare wall. Eldritch Blast in case it moves. All right. I'm going to take out my whip. Sword. Uh, uh, as you approach, you can see the back wall does not have the same style of carvings as the others. It is very much sectioned as uh, one side is celestial, one side is infernal, both converging onto a center point on the wall, a uh, roughly foot-wide, uh, smooth, blank circle <clears throat> with oh. some sort of markings on it, just like almost char or smudges. Where's and the abjuration glow coming from, by the way? From that wall. You can see Oof. that there's this... Um, intricate interlaced pattern uh, that is producing this abjuration magic, that circle is included on it. Um, on either side of the circle are two more inscriptions in Celestial and Infernal on each of the respective sides of the room just on this wall. <clears throat> and they are different from the rest of the room. Okay. Uh, Finn? Yes? Could you come and translate these inscriptions here on this back wall? I can. I will go and translate that. What, all right. What's going on with all these so words? Uh, Sigmund, just make your investigation check on the body, please. Yes. Since you were doing to do that. I'll go with the system with that. All right. So Sigmund taken in uh, inspiration. Advantage? Advantage, yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, 26 probably all takes this is it. happening. I was going to sit away. Sorry? Uh, well, all 20... this is half. Sorry. Go, go. go for it. Uh, I was going to say that uh, while this is happening, Axel will look the other way, like not toward the body, but the other way behind and see mm -hmm. if what's around there. So, more or less where you came from? Yeah, if there's anything else we missed, just double checking. Uh, you look back, you see similar um, <coughs> carvings. Uh, they kind of begin from that back wall where the ladder is. However, in no particular origin point, they just kind of merge together into one mix of celestial and infernal depictions, and then they spread out around the room. Right. So that investigation came out as a 26. 26, okay, just a moment. So, you walk up to the body kind of gently prodding it, making sure that there's nothing untoward about it. Uh, you can poke, see poke. it's a human man, uh, maybe his late 40s, early 50s, uh, dirty blonde hair that's uh, greasy and matted and covered in what you can only assume to be blood stuck to his forehead. Uh, his head is slumped down, slightly lolling to one side. Uh, one hand or one hand and arm is draped over his stomach where you can see there's a large pool of blood and a wound there the other is lying limply on the floor uh, he's dressed in simple traveling gear maybe a little light <clears throat> you poke around uh, you find uh, a torn and empty satchel next to him um, a dagger unused and uh some blood-covered, burnt, and torn uh, parchments sitting partially underneath him. As you uh, look further, you can see the ever-faint uh, lifting 
of his chest breathing. Hey, hold up, what? It seems um, that this man is still alive, if just barely. Does anybody have any kind of proficiency in uh, medicine, or does, can somebody administer some kind of first aid quickly? Uh, yes, uh, healing hands. Oh, good. I was going to okay. say I have limited proficiency in that, but I do have something. All right, so your healing hands just does level, correct? Uh, I'm going to double check that. Level. Healing hands, one action. Uh, yeah, I can restore one hit point. So if okay. he's dying, I can stabilize him, I guess. Yes. Yeah, I'll go, so you... I'll go to him as well, and I'll do that as well. So you both Ooh. rush over um, <clears throat> around Sigmund and both put your hands towards the wound on his uh, on his abdomen. You can uh, <clears throat> you can feel the healing magics uh, seep into his wound. His chest rises just a little bit more, and his head rises a bit. <clears throat> you can hear air actually going in through his throat for once. Here, <clears throat> this must have been very recent then. Hmm, not so recent what? that the blood what? would be fresh. No, but so if it were if it had struck an artery, he would have died already long ago. Mm, he wasn't overly terribly wounded when uh, when they left him. He was just mostly wounded. Mostly um, dead. He his uh, head jumps up. He coughs out. He goes, "Did it work? <coughs> Did is the door closed?" Uh, the door does seem to be closed, and the abjuration magic seems to be surrounding it again. Oh, that door. Then it's trapped again. But the rest, they're still in there. And he, with an immense amount of strength for what his his uh, status of well-being is, grabs Sigmund's shirt, pulls him in, and with bloodshot beating and twitching eyes, looks you dead in the eyes and goes please save them we don't are know you, what we did are you the archaeologists yes uh, um, his grip begins to loosen again i'm gonna start see. walking let's get him out of here before we do anything yeah i'm gonna go to put him over put one of his one arm one of his arms over my shoulder i'm gonna try to lift him lift him up and bring him to the I'm going to uh, I'm going to grab the dagger off right. of him before they do. Yep, uh, the dagger is not completely on him. It looks like he tried to draw it at one point, or it actually was drawn, and it's on the floor. So you just pick it up. Yeah, I'll just pick it up. And um, Axel, you you throw one of his arms over your over your okay. shoulder, and by the moment his arm comes to a rest, he's already unconscious again. Oh yikes! All right. Okay. Um. What? Can I? Which which brother has him, Finn or uh... Axel? Uh, Axel has him. Axel has him. All right, uh, I'm gonna hand ha I'm gonna hand Axel. Uh, do I have rope here? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand Axel my rope and uh, tell him to tie tell him to tie the man to the ladder, but above the ladder, just so he doesn't roll away or walk off or anything if he comes to. Here's We can't hear you too for well. Uh, yeah, Jay, you gotta turn up your, your mic. We can't hear you. Second. Hello? No, oh, there we go. Yep. There we go. 
Please. Hi. Yeah, so I'm gonna tie it. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna bring him. I'm gonna tie him and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. So you and you and Smiley work together and harness him up into into the rope. <clears throat> Where was I'll, it that he said that people are trapped? On the inside side of the, the room. Um, right, can can there... we hear anything? Better hurry. Roll perception. Shite. I'm going to help with that, too. Okay, so Christ is also roll perception. Perception toward what? The door? Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. I guess I also will roll uh, perception. You're a bit far since you're helping Axel right now. Aww. Oh, okay, fair enough. So it'll be the other three that'll, that'll do this check. Eleven. Uh, four. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> All right, guys, I can't hear anything. I think everyone's fine. We should just go. <laughs> that was oh, a shit. Bar. Oh, we're good. Oh, we got At least. All right, so um, the three of you wait very quietly, <clears throat> listening to the door as, as intently as you can. You hear nothing. You don't, oh. You're not even sure exactly how thick this wall is to the next room. All Are there you hear any... is your... Are there any kind of glyphs and sigils on the door? Yes, there are. Uh, Can there's I a touch number. It? <laughs> you touch the door. Yeah. You touch the door. You, it doesn't even look like a door. It just looks like a wall. Completely um, uh, seamless, uh, hingeless sandstone wall with uh, carvings all around it. And yes, Sigmund, you can see the uh, arcane sigils uh, and glyphs all running along the the lines you saw before with your detect magic <clears throat> which is um, still up yeah uh you, and you can see them they they run along the lines as they weave around this wall okay um well what sigmund's gonna do is he's gonna do an arcana check on okay uh roll arcana uh whoops there was an effort yep there we go all right, you take a very close look at the the runes that make up this uh, enchantment, um, and what you can tell is that um, this is a very unique and somewhat powerful uh, uh, locking spell meant to both create and seal a door. Arcane lock on steroids, basically. Uh, similar to the spell, though not exactly the same, as its purpose is a bit more widened. Ooh. As this wall was not originally a door, it is both creating a door and locking the door itself. But with a very specific, um, lock. It's not the usual arcane lock of the same magister. It is a particular sort of opening. You can't exactly tell what would open this uh, just by looking at the, the glyphs, unfortunately. Are there any like holes in the door that suggest that there's like a keyhole or like pressure point or anything? Uh, you or like in the wall, I mean? <laughs> uh, roll investigation. Sigmund's going to do that too. Okay. Yeah, Crisis wants to feel useful. Uh, 13. So okay. Sigmund figures it out again. <laughs> 12. <laughs> I don't know that was before, never mind. Hell yeah! 18! Fuck! Crisis coming in clutch, fuck. Big eyes. Hell yeah! 
Um, you all kind of like run your hands along the wall, trying to find any semblance of holes or uh, openings, any sort of uh, keyhole. You find nothing. The only th you feel all of the, the carvings and indentations and recesses uh, from the depictions, and you feel the very smooth indentation of the the circle, uh, the blank circle in the middle, but nothing else. In okay. reading in reading all the, the scriptures and stuff that's written on the wall, does any of it suggest how to open this? Uh, yeah, so we'll get to that now. Oh. So do you want to start with the walls, like the two side walls, or the one that you're in front of right now that is apparently a door? Uh, I'll, 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 I'll do all of it. Okay, so we'll sweep around the room. Starting with the celestial, you... <coughs> you can see... Uh, the depictions of uh, some sort of war happening. And as you read, it's older. Um, it's mm -hmm. uh, somewhat strangely worded, but what you gain is uh, the, sh the, the tale of uh, a sect capturing um, a an enemy, some sort of fiend that was deemed too dangerous to be killed. And thus was imprisoned and locked away, sealed by blood. Okay. Oh. You go to the uh, infernal a fiend. You said. Yeah, it seems to be some sort of fiend. Uh, most likely a devil, due to the uh, depictions of uh, devilish and fiendish uh, iconography. I'd say uh, appearances. Right. Uh, you go to the infernal side. And you see a very similar tale, but almost the flip side of it. You see the mm -hmm. tale of a captured spy that was denied the, the honor of death and the right of returning to the flames of hell, and okay. thus was sealed away by fire. And then Still as you go to the, the middle, uh, the, the wall that was a door, you see two particular inscriptions that don't read like the same... Um, like very, how do, how do I want to put that? Dated, dated. Uh, yeah, like old timey. Not old timey, but more uh, historical. Not, you know, like you know, like yeah, see, like more. It was. It's less historical. It's less of a, of an archive, and these ones are right. more. I wouldn't say poems, but they're styled. You, what you mm -hmm. read on the celestial side is captured a villain of renown. A spy of spite and vile, death too wicked a mercy, thus shackled and held, sealed by blood, it remains bound. Mm -hmm. um, I would, I assume that Axel and Smiley would have caught up at this point. Yeah, at this point, you guys have have removed <laughs> the man from I also the read basement, and you go down. Uh, Inferno, yeah, I also read Inferno yeah. and Celestial, so I would be, be reading this as well. I'll be so, translating as I. Yep. And then as you go to the what, Infernal what side. Right. The, in the infernal side says, A lurker once tricker, deceived by light not shadow, refused the right of slaying, so hidden behind stone, alone imprisoned with fire. Okay. And then the other thing is... The other... The celestial one was captured... Of no, no, I mean the what what it says on the wall with, like, the circle. Because you said there was yeah. three different things, right? This yeah, is that was what it says on the wall. Those oh, two inscriptions okay. are on either side of the the circle on the wall. 
Um, I'm going to try... Wait. And you can see that there's this strange smudge in the middle of the circle. You can't tell what it is. Does anyone... I'll, I'll ask if anybody has fire, and then I'll, like, make a small incision on my hand. And I think I do. wipe okay. my blood in the circle. Torch, okay. probably. Yeah, I have yeah, some I've torches. got some torches. Here, I'm gonna use my tinderbox and uh, on and uh, light one of my candles that I have. Okay. So. So yeah, I've already put my blood on in, in yep. a circle. So. I'm gonna... you. You make a small cut in your hand and place it on the, <clears throat> on the circle, making a bit of a, a smudge so it stays on. Smiley comes up with uh, a candle and holds it up. You watch as the blood on the circle ignites on fire. The flame then spreading to fill the circle. The moment it fills all the circle, it starts running along all of the the twisting uh, lines of inscriptions for the arcane lock until it, the fire has created this intricate web of interlacing lines reaching the entire back wall and then stops. They begin to dwindle, but the red burn remains on all the lines and it begins to sink in you hear this grinding of stone on stone as a small shift and a light gust of air pulling towards it as the door begins to open splitting in the middle very slowly revealing a pitch dark room is this magical darkness no this is not magical you you can see but it is still very dark okay Um, i'm going to very gently roll the stone in the chamber what hits you first is the smell of putrescence oh stinky you can smell (laughs) decay (laughs) you can smell decay years of must dust mildew but all mixed with just that overpowering scent of rot it smells like whoever was stuck in here really should have bathed more often. Mm-hmm. Sigmund, mm-hmm. as you toss the stone in, it clatters once, clatters twice, hits something and doesn't clatter, and then clatters a third, a fourth time, resting. And what you can see is this sandstone room that has been desiccated with torn body parts, blood. Uh-huh smeared everywhere sprayed across all the walls uh two stone pillars probably three feet in diameter that rest in the middle of the room both covered in uh, sprays of blood towards the back of the room relatively pristine and untouched is a single plain stone altar Two manacles chained to the stonework that lie loose on the surface, opened. Rot row. I am going to prepare Eldritch Blast. Okay. I draw my weapon. And slowly inch forward and see if I can see whatever this big bad might be. Okay, roll perception. Uh, you have light, so this is straight roll. Ten. I'm... Wow. I'm gonna stick close to my friends. Is anyone else going to roll? Or, no. or is Finn just going alone? 
What are we rolling? Well, Perception. I'm slowly inching my way in while I have Eldritch Blast prepared to see yep. if I can see it, right? So I think I'm first in line right now if anything happens. Yep. Cool. I got one more than you, man. All right. Okay, what am I rolling? Perception. Yeah, what am I rolling? Together. Perception. Perception? Oh, perception? Okay. And I'm perceiving fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Wow. Just massive <laughs> oof. Holy shit. <laughs> 11, 11, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> 9, 9, 11. <laughs> we all don't see shit right now, it's great. <laughs> we all just fucking walked into the hole on that first Crash Bandicoot level, that's what oh, we just did. Lord. Oh, boys, shit. it's been nice knowing you, and uh, I look forward to your next characters. Wow, like, what's right. going on? So you wow. all, That'll be great. You all almost Scooby Gang style... Clustered together, begin slowly walking into the room, keeping your eyes peeled. 100% crisis is is overpowered. We need the two piano keys. Just like... Ruh -ruh. Ruh -ruh. Ruh -ruh. Ruh -ruh. I just can't in the dark anymore. Alright, so you guys uh, begin inching forward. You don't see anything. Move further and further and further into the room trying to avoid stepping on any remains or what remains of what were the researchers and probably their bodyguard. <clears throat> and you... I'm gonna quietly uh, whisper to Finn in Celestial I guess this is the place. <clears throat> yeah, it seems like it. And I'm not sure if I'm and as you <laughs> Hold on, guys. How many sets of body parts are there? There's like an extra arm, you're like, this shouldn't be here. <laughs> no, I'm asking if there are too many. Right. Exactly. If that man may have been the demon, or the fiend, or devil in disguise. Um, you can certainly roll... Um, how many... How many... <laughs> you can certainly roll for body part. <laughs> Is that an investigation? Yeah. Roll investigation. Yeah, Roll for body part. <laughs> no, it's like him. counting how many legs we see. <laughs> One little piggy, two little piggies. Oh, jeez. Wow. Ooh, yikes. This is going to be great. Mm. So, you begin counting the body parts, but as you try to count, your mind just starts reeling at the fact, and then the smell hits you once again. You try to count it and push past it, but your senses are just being overwhelmed and the scene of slaughter in front of you is just a bit too much to maintain your focus with. And you've at this point arrived into the middle of the room between the two pillars up about five, ten feet from the stone altar in the back. What are you going to do? How big are the pillars? Uh, the pillars go from floor to ceiling, and they're about three feet in diameter each. So more than ten pounds. Okay. Yes. How tall are they? How like how high is the ceiling in here? Um, about twenty-five feet. I'm gonna look up. Is there anything on the ceiling? Roll perception. I'm, I'm also as well. gonna look up. This is that like was a, a good idea. This is such a horror movie cartoon of we're doing all the wrong shit. 
I'm going to look up at the last second as we get eaten. Yeah, but here's the difference. I'm not screaming at you not to go into the room. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm doing the exact opposite. Like, yes, go in. Do the dumb thing. <laughs> I still got this. Oh, it's going to be great. It'll be fine. It's like Freddy Krueger meditating his own dream. We're fine. It's okay. Everything's okay here. Alright, so what do we have on perceptions? Uh, it's a 15 for me. Okay. 13. And 18. So, almost simultaneously, the twins in Crisis look upwards. Crisis not seeing much, but both the twins... I'm licking my eyeball. Both the twins notice a shift. And I will enlarge... Two large wings unfurl, and you can see the blinking of two small red eyes. Thank you for listening to this episode of Galdercast. This episode featured Dan as Alaric Smiley Grin, Jaden as Axel Oshgear, Sadie Bennett as Finn Oshgear, Tanya as Crisis the Kobold, Kevin as Sigmund Drakram, and Sean as Dungeon Master. If you enjoyed the episode, consider leaving us a like, comment, or review, as well as share the episode to help others find our podcast. If you want to know when new episodes come out, you can always follow us on Podbean, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher under Galdercast. You can also find us on Twitter at Galdercast for future episodes and possible channel updates, news, or other notifications. Thanks again, and we'll see all you crows in the next episode of our adventure.